At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Ah, welcome back, college football, and the sweats are real. God, it is so great to have these games back on and we can dissect them and discuss them all we want, Sean. And then they hit the field and we say, well, how is this happening? We, 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 we looked at all the, the talking points and broke down the quarterbacks. How is this happening right now? Every year we say the same thing. Why are you betting on college football? Well, because it's awesome. And uh, we got ourselves not even a full slate of what we're going to have on Saturday. But, man, so far, we'll start with Ohio State. Off to a... Quick lead, 10-0, first two drives, and then here come the Gophers. Get a touchdown, get an interception, go into the locker room leading. Just before we hit the air, we saw C.J. Stroud just loft a pretty ball to, uh, to Chris Olave, who found it into the end zone from 38 yards out. So Ohio State with a 17-14 lead, went off as a 14-point favorite in this one. Could have got 13-and-a-half if you waited uh, different points in the day, uh, but... So far, your early thoughts on, on what we've seen from Ohio State. I think a lot of people's eyebrows are a little bit raised up because um, this hasn't been the prettiest start to the, uh, to the season. Well, I think it just shows the experience of P.J. Fleck. You know, he's making it difficult for the young quarterback by his game plan. They're milking the clock in an era where everybody's up-tempo, hyper-fast, as many plays as possible. They're running the play clock down to within five seconds before they snap it every time. You know, he kind of got behind didn't get away from who they are, went forward on a big fourth and down, and then the quarterback start feeling some pressure, C.J. Stroud. 
Now, hopefully the second half he bounces back. But these young guys, they sit in Elite 11. <laughs> you know, <laughs> once, once you get out here, you know, ball location matters. Had a couple big plays there to be made in the first half. Inaccurate with two of his throws. One of them resulted in an interception. Minnesota's a veteran team. They took that momentum, capitalized. But now we're going to really see is C.J. Stroud the guy. How does he bounce back from this early adversity? Well, and you mentioned, I mean, Ohio State, what they've done on the recruiting trail everywhere. <laughs> Quarterbacks, but wide receivers most specifically, they've just been getting five-star after five-star. Chris Olave decided to come back for this season, and, and you said it. I mean, they've got guys he can throw to. Absolutely. And he was early on. And you wonder now, that touchdown pass that we just saw, Sean, does that kind of click for C.J. Stroud? You know, he hits the big big throw, perfectly arched right over, uh, right over the defender's outstretched hands into Chris Olave. You just got to get it in the area, code to these wide receivers, and they're going to make some plays. So if I was coaching CJ, here would be my messaging. You don't have to do the supernatural. Just do the natural stuff in a perfect way all the time. We'll be fine. Like, that's the deal with Ohio State. They're so talented on offense. You don't have to make – uh, throw between three defenders in coverage. You know, their guys are going to be open. You just have to take your time, be very intentional with where you're targeting, and be accurate with the football. And they'll take care of the rest. So I don't think he's panicking. You see a picture of him on the sideline. He looks composed. You know, uh, if I was in-game betting, I actually would have taken Ohio State in the second half. Seven and a half was the number. Yeah, because I think the jitters are gone. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be tough to cover the game line of 14. But the in-game line of seven and a half in the second half, I think is very doable. Now, here's what's interesting about this Ohio State team. Minnesota's having success lining up playing smash my football. If they don't prove in the second half that they can negate and take that away, then they're going to get this a lot in this conference. That's what Northwestern, that's what Iowa, you know, that's what Wisconsin, you know, Penn State, that's what these teams want to do naturally anyway. So I think it's very important for the defense of Ohio State to come out and force Minnesota to have to throw the ball. A couple of the games we'll keep an eye on. We'll re- revisit this game. This is the biggest game of the day, and it's uh, been the biggest uh, surprise, I would say surprise to this point. Uh, App State up big on East Carolina, 27-9. That doesn't make me happy. I took the <laughs> points with East Carolina. Uh, Tennessee only up eight at the half, Sean. We'll see if they can uh, turn on the Jets against Bowling Green. And then this is something you were probably used to coaching at USF. Lightning delay at UCF tonight, and the game just started, and right down the field went UCF, but one issue. They didn't get into the end zone. Pick six. Dylan Gabriel throws an interception, so right now Boise State does have a 7-0 lead over UCF. That one midway through the first quarter. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Football is here. Let's get it rolling. It is the nightcap on VEASAN. VEASAN live from the Circus Sportsbook. That is former Tulane Green Wave great former Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl winner Sean King. I am Tim Murray, just a guy who makes some bad bets and we'll see if how bad they are Uh, and that's the beauty. When this show first started, college basketball was ramping up and I love betting college basketball so I was sweating things out and then the college basketball season ended. I'm not a huge baseball better. Mm-hmm. I'll give it get in it, not as much as you. Right. But college football, it's my favorite sport to watch. It's my favorite sport to bet. And now I'm just hoping that a couple of these games can come home. And we'll start with the most obvious, which is Ohio State and Minnesota. 
14 to 10 at the half. Minnesota had the lead, Sean. Out of the gates come Ohio State. And C.J. Stroud, a little bumpy in that first half. Hmm? Throwing behind uh, receivers at times. One interception. But a very nice uh, start to the second half. A touchdown pass to Chris Olave. He let his playmaker, good ball, Mm -hmm. but he let his playmakers go make some plays. So, you know, as we're watching this game and pass interference now in Ohio State, what is your expectations after seeing that drive to start the second half from C.J. Stroud? Well, you just want to see improvement. You want to see him settle down. Um, I thought everything he threw in the first half was a fastball, and that's not what you need sometimes. You have to be able to put touch and elevation on your throws. Uh, he had a guy open on a double move early in the game. Instead of lofting the ball, letting him run under it, he threw it you know, on a straight line, made it a very difficult catch. You know, but again, this isn't just a test of C.J. Stroud tonight. I mean, this is a test of that defense. If your quarterback isn't playing well, you're the number four team in the country. I see all the rankings, number two, number three ranked D-line, number one secondary. Well, this is when you're supposed to pitch a shutout. Right, if you're really, really that good. But again, it's why I think Clemson takes a step back this year because those high school rankings don't mean anything. You have to go out and do it. And even when you're talented, there's still a learning curve with how to play great defense, great offense, and overall great football. So we're going to see, and Tanner Morgan just threw a bad interception. So Ohio State's on the go. Uh, I don't know. It looks like he might take it all the way back. you got to tackle him. And they did. They Out of the 25-yard line. Um, but and, and, and before you even say that's the thing about Ohio State that people that follow them love. They can be playing a mediocre game for large portions of a game, but because they have such elite personnel, one or two plays go their way, and all of a sudden they're in control and they're in a dominating position. So it's, you learn a lot, Tim, from this kind of game if Ohio State can figure out how to win, especially if they win comfortably. It'd be a great teaching experience for Ryan Day moving forward. And I believe there was a... Are they going to call roughing the passer here? I'm trying to see. There was a penalty. Yeah, they called roughing the passer. So that interception uh, that was almost taken back to the house is going to be given back to Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota will keep possession. That's a terrible call. You know, I don't like when officials interject themselves in the game. Like when there's an egregious penalty, I get it. But to me, that's a terrible call. Tanner's turning away. He's trying to deflect the pass. His elbow grazes the back of the helmet. Like, that's a bad call. A couple other games, and we'll get back to Ohio State and Minnesota. Maybe big picture it here in just a moment. We'll bounce around a little bit. Uh, speaking of bouncing, the bounce house down in Orlando was rocking, and Dylan Gabriel in the Gus Malzahn era began driving right down the field, and then a pick six. Goes back the other way, 90-plus yards for Boise State. However, uh, and that is where we stand right now, seven to nothing. Boise State just converted a, a third and nine. So uh, this was a, a very interesting line, Sean. Well, first and foremost, this game uh, it took an extra what two hours and forty-five minutes, four thirty. Yeah, so about yeah. a little over two hours. This took uh, before they were hit, able to hit the field down in Orlando and Boise State. Leading seven to nothing at UCF, a highly anticipated game, maybe even more anticipated initially when this was announced. Uh, some buzz has gone away because you know Boise State and UCF maybe aren't at the level of where they were when this game was announced initially. Um, but your expectations for UCF is Minnesota taking advantage of of a questionable call, Muhammad Ibrahim into the end zone, and here come row the boat, 
taking the lead back. Yeah. They're not backing down tonight, Sean. Mohamed Ibrahim is a stud running back, and Minnesota has just regained the lead. And, and you know, you, you talk about a, a flip of uh, things changing on a dime. Questionable call and roughing the passer on interception. Yeah. They get the ball back. They take advantage. Ibrahim into the end zone. And Minnesota has really been able to has been able to run the ball pretty well here tonight, Sean. This I'm is very this has been impressive. He's outstanding. Uh, he's going to have a, a long career at the next level. You know, going back to the Boise State Central Florida game, and you know, I've mentioned it a couple times to you. I don't necessarily think that Gus Malzahn's offense is a better offense for this UCF program than Josh Heupel and Scott Frost. You know, when you look at the evolution of Malzahn, he became a QB run game, running back power system at Auburn. It was not a hurry up inside zone, throw the ball vertically down the field, throw a lot of protected screens on the edges. I don't think they're going to be as good on offense. I really don't. I think Gus will be an improvement in recruiting and in overall program management. But I don't think they're going to be as good on offense. I don't think Gus has an explosive system. You know, I think that SEC changed him into like a play great defense, run the football, play field position guy. He's going to have to get out of that if he wants to get the most out of the athletes they have at University of Central Florida. Yeah, so right now uh, you got Boise State with uh, with a 7 nothing lead. That game getting started late. You know, as a coach, uh, as a former coach and as a former player, you know, now the game didn't start. This this. So as a coach, what what is what are you going through now? We've seen over the years, and I remember, um, you know, being on the Navy broadcast when uh, they were opening a season at Florida Atlantic, and it was about a three-hour in-game mm-hmm. delay. Now this happened before the delay, uh, start of the game. What do you do to try to to keep the guys' level of focus up? Game was supposed to start at four thirty. I don't know if they warmed up. I mean, that's the question. I don't know the answer to. But uh, yeah, they were on the field. They had to wait two and a half hours to yeah. get this thing started. Well, they, I, both teams had to wait. You know, so it's not like an advantage for one and a disadvantage for the other. Either you handle adversity or you don't. And as a coach, you try and keep the guys focused. You keep them relaxed. You know, you don't really have a time frame in Florida when you're dealing with the Lightning. You know, there are certain rules. I think it's twenty minutes since the last strike or. If I'm not mistaken, that might not be exactly the right time, but it's around there. So it is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, turnovers, lose ball games. But I don't think Gus Malzahn's system is going to be as explosive and dynamic as the systems UCF has had under the last two head coaches. Uh, as we uh, as we bounce around here uh, with uh, with games going on, one game I do have a bet on, wrote it up on VEASAN.com, talked about it last night on the show, was Tennessee laying 35 against Bowling Green. Um this is this is an embarrassing effort, and if you played under on Tennessee, I think you're in, in really good shape. Now, I thought you were in good shape regardless, but you know what? The way I looked at this game, and it, I guess it still could come home, Sean. But what Tennessee has done so far has been incredibly uninspiring. You know, I, I laid it out, and this isn't a knock on Bowling Green, but they're not very good. They're they're the worst team in the MAC. Their over under on wins is one and a half. Uh, they got outscored in MAC play last year, two twenty-five to fifty-seven, mm-hmm. and you got a new se- season. You know, you've got all this anticipation. Yeah, I, I understand that you had a lot of players leave via transfer, but you're uh, only up fourteen to six at the half against Bowling Green at home. Yeah. And Scott Loeffler, their head coach, said that seventy percent of this team hadn't played a football game in front of a crowd in in college ranks. So we'll see. 
Um, I, I still anticipate Josh Heupel, if this game gets to the 21-28 range, I think he should, and I think he will, keep the foot to the pedal here and try to get as much as possible. But I don't even know if it's going to happen. It, it is it is very surprising to see uh, Tennessee playing this level, and it's going to be a long year here's down in Knoxville. Here's what's interesting. They don't look that much better than Bowling Green. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a long year. And I tweeted it out. Now, was it me being frustrated about them not covering the spread or playing this way? A little bit. But I I think what I would, you know, my, mind, my, my thought process was all along. I mean, if they come out and they don't cover this spread, you might as well cash your under right away. Because there's no way this team could be competitive in the SEC if they can't blow out Bowling Green. So, or at least look like the better team, right? Look like the dominant, and they've been able team. to run the ball a little bit. You know, you had your questions about Joe Milton on the last possession. Joe Milton had a guy uh, running open again, wide open, and uh, it, it, wide open in the end zone, overthrew him. So, any quarterback that's ever played for me, yeah, if you ever run into them, and this is anybody listening, and you go up to them and you say, "What are Coach King's rules on deep balls?" They're going to regurgitate it as eloquently as possible. Every Deep ball that's overthrown or thrown out of bounds is incomplete. From day one of our first quarterback meeting, I preached that. I preached that. I preached that. It does no good for us to design a play where a guy gets wide open and you overthrow him by 10 yards. Or he'd be running up the sideline and you throw the ball 10 yards out of bounds. And Joe Milton has done that twice. It's something he did in high school, something he did at Michigan. Obviously, it's not something they've stressed enough. When you have guys open, you have to give them a chance to make the reception. And so far, Tennessee hasn't done that, and that's why – they are in a dogfight right now, 21-6. to six. I mean, they're going to win, but I'd be hard-pressed to see them cover. They've been able to run the ball, as they should, mm-hmm. against Bowling Green, uh, but we will see. Uh, you know, they led 14 nothing right out of the jump. It feels feeling pretty good. And then they, had, they ran, like, six total plays offensively in the second quarter. I mean, it just can't happen. And three of them were Hail Mary right. type plays. So, uh other game going on right now, the uh, one of the Dukes-Mayo Classic. Uh, I took the points with ECU. Felt like I was on the right side. Number moved down to nine. And uh, ECU in year three of the Mike Houston era uh, doesn't know how to tackle. So that's a bit of an issue. And uh, App State is absolutely hammering East Carolina. Uh, there was a bit of a bad beat. Well, it looked to be a bad beat, and then ultimately it wasn't. Uh, Hail Mary looked to be completed at the end of the half. First half total was 28. Wow. It was 20 to 6. <laughs> they called it a touchdown. And then after review, they ruled it an interception. So I, I don't know how you do that on a Hail Mary when there's a scrum for the ball, but they called it an interception. So it remained 20 to 6. So if you had a first half under, you were the right side. And for a moment, it looked like a bad beat. And then it wasn't. So. I don't know how they came over who had the ball. No idea. Now, granted, it was unique. Hail Mary, because somebody deflected it. Somebody else deflected it again. But it looked like the App State guy caught it, and then a pile ensued. And 16 minutes later, the ref like raised his hands. I was like, "Wow, that's interesting." <laughs> and then they called it. And then they called it a uh, a touchdown. And then they reviewed it, and they they overturned. I'm going to say something else about Ohio State. Too. Yeah, go back to it. Something that I've noticed: not a lot of energy and emotion on that sideline. See, sometimes what we forget is when you graduate great players, you also graduate great leadership. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the younger players have the talent, but not the disposition to lead men. And when you look at that sideline, it worries me a little bit. I'm just telling you, I'm not 
a guy that overreacts to one game, one loss, especially in the first game of the season when you're dealing with 18, 19-year-olds. But football's a game played on emotion. Like, it's not a game where you can be even killed as a team and go out, in my opinion, and play great. Like, it's an emotional game. Like, there has to be adrenaline. Like, there's energy. Like, there are things that you need to go out and have the mindset of nothing matters but the next play. And I just don't see that right now from Ohio State. Um, I believe I, I'm trying to find in-game line. It looks like Ohio State sti- it is a pick. Okay, so Aaron uh, Oster letting us know it is a pick now as Ohio State just punted back uh, to to uh, to Minnesota. Uh, this is surprising. Looking up what's happening at the bounce house right now. Uh, we've got a 14-0 game. Boise State with a 14-0 lead. Here we go, Tennessee. Here we go. Into the checkerboard end zone. There we go. There we go. Rocky top. Rocky top. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? Two more touchdowns? I need two more touchdowns. I think you're they good. Just, they just can't. Here's the thing. It, they have enough time this is just what to they, hand it off. This is what they need to do. Just run the ball. Yeah. Just run the ball down their throats. Yeah. And and don't and the good thing is, you know, like the preseason, uh-huh. their backup quarterback wants to be the starter and what? believes he should be the starter in Hendon Hooker. Oh, he's gonna try so to prove if he it. comes in, I think he might try to prove it. So and once again, I go back to Josh Heupel and what I wrote about and, and mentioned on on the show last night on Vicent.com. Josh Heupel needs to get some love. Needs to get some loving because it is going to be a rough year uh, at Rocky Top. So you need to win this game, and winning by 28 against Bowling Green isn't really going to do you any good. So. As I mentioned to you at the half, this game, second half, will be about the defense. If Tennessee's defense steps up and does what they should to Bowling Green, they'll cover easily. Yeah, so 28-6, we're still alive there because East Carolina is dead and gone. That's bye-bye. I'm pulling for the fight until Murray's. Come on, and then we got Eastern Washington, which I will just make brief Did mention. Did you see of. what that line went to? Eastern Washington off of a favorite. Yeah, they're favorite now. I was like, Aaron, Tim, what a get. Now, we were, we were sitting here. Plus eight guys? Put, uh, yep. Uh, I got it twice. And it seven and a half it and minus eight. and a half. One, oh, <laughs> minus one and a half. We were sitting here, wow. and you were here in studio. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about I We were waiting for what is it going to be. It opened Believe it or not, we saw it at 10. It opened at 11. Wow. And closed Eastern Washington a favorite. So uh, we will keep an eye on that. Sometimes you just make bad bets, and that's what I did with East Carolina. Yeah, UCF it's, looks bad right now. It's uh, 14-0, and Boise State looks like the much better coach team. And I, you know, there was bet regret is a thing, um, and I stared at that game, and I was like, under a touchdown, UCF? Open 10? Tried to tell people Gus Malzahn was a big name, but I don't think he was a good fit. I don't think Hypo was, but maybe Malzahn wasn't either. You know who they could get back? And get Scott Frost back next year. He'll be available. <laughs> <laughs> don't do what that guy, Scotty Oh, Frank. man. Scotty Flakes, if you're listening, man. Hey, Frosty Flakes, man. Come on. 21-17, Minnesota. It's a pick in the, in the live market, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Upset Bruin. In the Twin Cities, Ben Fox in studio next. It is the Nightcap here on Decent. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The nightcap here on Veasan. Ooh, man, this is gonna be fun. That's this why, is gonna be. That's fun. why DBs on defense. That's right. Can't catch. <laughs> Almost an interception there for uh, for Ohio State. As we keep our eye on uh, on Thursday night college football action. Sean King, former Tulane Green Wave great, Tim Murray, and Veasan's VP of Digital Content. That is Ben Fox in studio. And uh, Ben, I appreciate you not tweeting things out about Tennessee. Uh, that was not nice. You got it. That, would, that wasn't directed at you. I would. Uh, I, I would. I, I would appreciate an apology. <laughs> what from, I miss? Uh, well, he's just tweeting out the fact that Tennessee was laying thirty-seven. And they're only up eight at the half. I was just reporting the news. That, that hey, was it. Truth hurts. Yeah. I was sitting. I was standing next to Ben, watching Josh Heupel not call a timeout uh, at the end of the first half. 
um, as Bowling Green's tight end drags three volunteers <laughs> for a first. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, yes, they are up. 20. So listeners, they are up twenty-two. By the so way, so listeners, this is my first time like watching a live game that uh, Tim has bet on. <laughs> he is full of emotion. Welcome to the party. Well, yeah. And it, it doubles down to when I write about it for Vison.com, like because I just. I want I want my write ups to make me sound smart too. If like I personally bet that and lose, that sucks. But if I wrote about it, talked about it, and bet it, I'm just triply upset. So we'll see. Because the write ups there forever. Yeah, exactly. Like years from now, right? Like people are gonna go back and see that you supported Tennessee. this 2021 <laughs> Tennessee Volunteer Football Team. Just think about having to live with that. I know. I know. <laughs> um, well, speaking of uh, of write ups. Uh, ben, still time, folks. Uh, get on over. Give the uh, give the pitch of. I mean, I, I've tried. I've, I've you know I wrote about the MAC and the independence, but college football guide. It is it's a beaut, and you've been a big part of it. Yeah, you've done a great job promoting both of you guys. Thank should, you. Should Very feel much. proud. I was going to say, Tim, I can only edit. I can't you know I can't give out the picks as well. So just edit. You can only get my picks. And be like, ooh, I don't know exactly. about that. Not one, sure. But I'll edit it up. Put it up. But yeah, both the CFB guide up now, uh, NFL guide as well. College football guide's over 300 pages. It just basically has everything that you would need to know. Write ups in every team, over unders. I think Aaron Moore did a great job both for the college and the NFL guide, looking at the MVP market for the NFL and the Heisman um, for college, just kind of as a, almost a stock market portfolio, right? Okay. You want to bet on this guy? Wait a little, because they might lose this game. They're going to put up better stats later. So kind of looking at it that way, we got picks from everyone. We got you for the NFL guide. Yeah, yeah. Some good I'm picks. spot on. So if you want the real we got a lot, to, a lot to talk about. You did line up. I was talking to a lot of bookmakers last few days. They also like your Titans. Yeah. I think we're going to talk about the, okay. next, uh, the next block, too. And, and Sean was the only one as well to have the Cardinals as well to win the NFC West. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You're going to put that. So yesterday, Ben, we, we showed my futures, which was like, you know, a, a novel. <laughs> and then we flashed up Sean. He has two. So and one of them can I want you to go cancel. bet? Can you I go- want to cancel one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have you made the bet already. It's a short future. <laughs> you, you gave the guarantee. Do you, uh, you think they saw USF play today? You don't think I can go in there and take the under when the season Cash plays? out. It is, uh, take a loss. It is currently 45-0 NC State. Oh but in your defense, Kenny White thinks NC State is going to you know, win the national championship. So You know, I didn't love the quarterback. Like I, I Thoroughly, they have more talented than University of South Florida. But I didn't see enough from Devin that made me feel like, okay, this team is ACC championship material. Now, they just physically overwhelmed USF. Like, they ran the ball. They can't get off of blocks. You know, they're a smaller club. Uh, the quarterback, uh, Jeff Scott, decided to start. Cade Fortin missed some wide-open guys in the first two series. When you're an underdog on the road, you have to hit those throws. What's interesting, and this is long-term picture for USF, then we can get off of the Bulls who people have picked to finish last in the AAC. We don't have to spend a lot of airtime talking about them, but how do you spend the entire spring, entire summer, entire training camp in a quarterback competition, and you name a guy the starter, and he gets benched in the first half? Yeah, I don't get that. Oh, boy. There it is. And that's what happens when you have Ohio State wide receivers. We need about three more of those. And I just keep looking up. And yeah, Tennessee get, needs to get off the field. I oh, told you that, that cover is going to be based on the defense. Bowling Green. Bowling <laughs> Green. 
gonna be a long season of this. Zero. Just, oh, I'm loving. It's gonna it. be fun though. I'm loving it. I'm yeah. tired. I know offense, <laughs> but I'm just tired of certain guys getting these big time head coaching jobs. Oh, unwarranted. I, I wrote up in the, in the write up. I in the first sentence I said it was an uninspiring hire, <laughs> but this is the opportunity for them to. Give them some love, and we'll see. So I'm sweating out Tennessee Bowling Green. Ohio State has just taken the lead because they have men amongst boys at wide receiver. And Boise State still leading. Ben Fox going to hang around for one more segment. It is the nightcap here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is a nightcap here on VEASAN and the... Preseason is in the books, folks, and you need to get yourself the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. We'll have strategies for the contests, both against the spread and survivor pools. We've got contest winners writing in the Football Betting Guide. We also have breakdowns of conference over-unders, 
Long shots, guides only $19.99. Head over to vcin.com backslash subscribe. I didn't have the read. I was just doing that off the cuff there, Ben. I, I threw away my reads yesterday, so just doing my best here. Uh, ben Fox hanging out in studio. Uh, I am furious because the refs just messed up a call in the Tennessee game. It is? Yeah, it's on the review. Ooh, you can review penalties? I guess. All right. Well, <laughs> review did not help me out with the Hail Mary in the East Carolina game. Come on, Pirates. Backdoor cover this bad boy. Touchdown, ECU. Um, all right, real quickly before we get to Ben, uh, he's got a lot of stuff to, to hit on here. Um, Ohio State leading 24-21. This one went off 14. 14. And, man. Muhammad- you know what's been shocking? is the lack of tackles for loss by Ohio State. Normally when you play this type type of offense, okay, they're trying to ground and pound. You blitz guys, you get in the gaps, you know. You... Oh, boy. Uh-oh, Ohio Uh-oh. State sack, fumble, touchdown. They heard oh, you. Oh, they boy. heard you. And you oh, said there's boy. a chance. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sack, fumble, and Ohio State Ooh. into the end zone. Yes. And uh, just like that, for those who thought, Maybe they were like me with uh, with Tennessee here. Thought Ohio State minus fourteen was cooked. Well, now you got life. Yeah, it is thirty to twenty one. I was just talking about plays behind the line of scrimmage. Normally, and it was kind of how Nebraska got Illinois during the early part of that second half out of what they were doing by blitzing guys, getting tackles for loss on first down, which puts you behind the chains. Now you have to kind of get out of that game plan. That's the first. Negative yardage play, I think the defense has made. And what an opportune time. Tanner Morgan not being aware of the blitz, sack, fumble, scoop, score. That's a defensive coordinator's dream. And it's it's one of those things where, and, and I, I guess I can't say this because Ibrahim continues to run as well as he has. He's run for 158 yards. But you see the teams with the depth, Sean, mm-hmm. eventually wear you down and you get those big plays. So 31-21 after the scoop and score for Ohio State and uh, – the Ohio State, yeah, that call's reversed in Tennessee. Let's go. All right. Sorry. Ben Fox in studio. He's got a lot of good information. And uh, As East Carolina attempts a field goal down 33-9. to nine. Yeah. They also scored a touchdown and it got called back as a penalty. You know, I'm pretty upset. I don't want to talk about East Carolina. I don't want to talk about East Carolina. I'm pretty upset about. I've conceded this one. My AAC is better than the Pac 12. (laughs) (laughs) Not a great day so far, uh, as it is now 21 0 Boise State. Wow. They went off as six point dogs. USF. And the public was on UCF. USF got blanked, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, USF. ECU's losing to App State. Joe Milton, go run a touchdown. Okay, sorry, Ben. You're just hanging out. We're we're we just got to stay. I'm longer. having a great time. Yeah, yeah, you just have to stay longer. Uh, we do. We are going to preview Virginia Tech, UNC here in just a little bit. But uh, this gentleman over to my left, even though he doesn't make futures bets, he has some good prognostications. Which is, he likes the Titans. Uh, I like the Titans. I have them plus 105 to win the AFC South. That was more of a process of elimination type of play, but still made the play. You have spoke to a bunch of folks in town. Uh, what have you heard about uh, the Tennessee Titans? Yes, yeah, so I was writing for the article for New York Post. We'll also have it on VEASAN uh, coming out, talking to a bunch of bookmakers. And I was kind of surprised. One, that I think it's so interesting, right? Sports betting's legalized all over the country. We start to see, you know, the Detroit Lions are the most bet team in Michigan, right? And, <laughs> right. and the Colts at DraftKings are the most bet in Illinois, uh, Indiana, excuse me. Uh, but this was just the case where several people had the Titans with sharp money 
at the over nine. Some books are over nine juiced. Uh, some books are now over nine and a half. Depends where you are. But a lot of people, a lot of respected money on the Titans, on the Titans over nine. I know that was one you had. I think the Titans winning the yeah, AFC, I winning believe, the AFC, yeah. in uh, the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide as well. But a lot of, a lot of people like uh, respected money. Yourself as well, yeah. of course, included in that, like the Titans. I'm glad to know I'm on the right side. Yep. Sean, when you're a quarterback and there's a hole, <laughs> do you, do you A, take said hole for a first down, or do you cut it out? Well, the good thing is they went for it on fourth and down didn't and didn't get it. get it. So that's the good thing. Holy moly. I mean, wow. But you know the moral of this story, and I, and I learned this very early. If you're, going to, if you're going to bet with bad teams, you can't get upset when they play bad. And we should just point out, too, there was a, a better at Bet MGM. It was 220 grand on Tennessee, minus 35 and a half. I think Tim is minus 35, I think, for a little less. A little than less than that. 220 yeah. grand. It's not over. Not over. They got a shot. It's not over. But it looks like it's close. And you just got an interception. Joe Milton had a, a scramble. He looks at a hole, and then decides, I'm going to bounce it out, try to make a big play instead of getting a first down. And you got stuffed by Bowling Green. All right. Sorry. <laughs> UCF put a, together a nice drive. Now 21-7 in the bounce house. They need a little more bounce. You're going to uh, need a nightcap after the nightcap. I, I am going to, yeah, especially if Eastern Washington doesn't take care of business tonight, uh, which we will get to a little bit later on. Go Buckeyes. Um, what is... Um, What's the feel right now? Sean, he's got uh, the Buccaneers, no surprise. I mean, he played for the Buccaneers, so that's not a shocker there. But what is, uh, right now, liability-wise, are people betting the Bucs? I think it's as you would expect, right? The Bucs, the Chiefs, there's some Packers. They're actually, uh, I don't love it. There's a lot of Vikings money. I think there's a lot of Vikings money, a lot of Bears money. That was the pre-Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, didn't know if he was going to be back. Right, trying to kind of get that number. In the same way, last year, people got Tampa Bay, right, before Tom Brady made his decision. Right. More of a number than necessarily loving the team. Uh, but I think really we're mostly seeing Tampa Bay. Tom Brady has, I think, like 33% of the handle at BetMGM for MVP. Someone has $5,000 on him at 14-1. to 1. And, right, they won the Super Bowl. They brought back the entire defense. They, they brought did. back the entire offense. Joe Tryon, the first-round pick, looks good in the preseason. I would understand why people would be picking them. I'd just say, remember that Jared Cook, if he doesn't fumble, they yeah, might not be uh-huh. the Saints. And yeah, that's true. if Kevin King doesn't bite on a play fake at the end of the first half, they probably don't beat the Packers. Here's so. what's interesting, Ben, about the Bucks and the Chiefs. In week three of the preseason, when they actually took it serious, they looked like the top two teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. We gotta do a little. Uh, we gotta do a little previewing of UNC and Virginia Tech. Talk some ACC in in the uh, in just a little bit. Ben Fox, the VP of Digital Content here at Veasan. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Hey, Tennessee got to stop. What do you know? Super duper. It's the Nightcap here on Veasan. helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's according to Talent Nest. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 
It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Just bouncing around real quick before we bring in our guest, Mike Barber from the Rich and Times Dispatch. Uh, Boise State leading now 21-7. to Here comes UCF. They did score, but Boise State on the run again. End of three quarters in the most important game in the country. Uh, Tennessee leading only by 22. So we need two more touchdowns and stops, which uh, seems wishfully thinking, but hey. Please get Tim two more touchdowns. Two more before, touchdowns. Well, he has an aneurysm on air. And then uh, Mohammed Ibrahim is banged up. This is not not great for well, Minnesota. That's good for us that have Ohio State. Yeah, you have Ohio State. 31 21 there. App State is uh, running away with it. They'll get the cover. Uh, they lead 33 to 12. Big game tomorrow afternoon, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific. Virginia Tech hosting North Carolina. And right now, North Carolina is a six or five and a half point favorite, depending on where you look. And to break this game down and talk a little more ACC as well, a guest we had on a couple weeks ago, brought him back. It is uh, Mike Barber from the Richmond Times Dispatch at RTD underscore Mike. Um, you know, Mike, UNC's got all this buzz, and we talked about him the last time we had, had you on. I think this is a really tricky spot. And I know that Virginia Tech... Lane Stadium maybe isn't as daunting as it once was, but Sam Howell, Javante Williams, and Michael Carter combined for what? Almost 400 yards on the ground against Virginia Tech last year. Brown and Newsom had 150 yards and three touchdowns. It's a lot of touchdowns and yardage not on the field. How do you like Virginia Tech's chances to cover and maybe even pull an outright upset tomorrow uh, evening? Yeah, I have to say that I think getting Carolina week one certainly helps if you're Virginia Tech. I think Carolina um, is rightfully the favorite, but you know they've got a lot of questions to answer, uh, not just at running back, but at wide receiver. Uh, they're going to be without Bo Corrales, who's one of their better veteran wide receivers, uh, so that complicates things for, for the Tar Heels. Um, I think it's interesting. Like I think we understand why we believe Carolina's good. They've got a veteran offensive line. They've got a Heisman candidate at quarterback, and they've recruited very well. So there's talent at those skill positions. Uh, if Virginia Tech was going to get them, I think week one is the week to do it. Um, I believe Virginia Tech's defense is going to be, I think we talked about this, a lot better than a year ago. So I, I think that that is sort of the mystery matchup. I think most people believe both teams are going to be good offensively. I think most people believe North Carolina is going to be good defensively. And the question is, what does Virginia have on the defensive side of the ball? And I think, at least for this game, with their starting 11 healthy, I like what they have defensively. I think this is going to be a really close game. Mike Barber from the Richmond Times-Dispatch here on the Nightcap. Mike, you want every advantage in these kind of games. And Virginia Tech, Blacksburg, known for Sandman, great home environment. How did Virginia Tech allow this to be a 6 p.m. kick as opposed to an 8 p.m. kick? <laughs> ESPN, that's how. <laughs> I was just going to say the people who control the money make all those decisions. But I got to imagine 6 p.m. for the first game, you got plenty of time to, uh, how should we say, get prepared. Hydrate. Hydrate, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got plenty of time to, to spend the day hydrating. And um, I, I think it's going to be rocking. I, I think that. Um, fans all across the country, and I think we're seeing it in the games tonight and, and even in week zero, um, they want to be back in the stadium. And Virginia Tech, when it's right, has a great home field advantage. I think that's going to be the case for this one. I, I think the building is going to be rocking. I think the fans are going to be really into it. Now, depends how the game unfolds, right? If things start going south, 
um, the fans may be heading for the exits, uh, but I believe you're going to get vintage Lane Stadium, uh, vintage Enter Sandman, um, and as long as the game is competitive and Tech is playing well, I think it's going to be a really memorable night. So once again, Virginia Tech uh, right now, if you like Virginia Tech, go get six. Uh, if you like North Carolina, lay the five and a half. There's a, a couple of little uh, discrepancies out there uh, that game tomorrow. Um, what, what do you expect from the quarterback play? Because Braxton Burmeister uh, last year, uh, you know, uh, not the greatest season. Uh, Hendon Hooker was the guy. He transfers to Tennessee, doesn't win the job. Uh, watching Joe Milton right now, he doesn't look that impressive. But um, what, what is your anticipation and what have you heard and seen uh, from camp from Braxton Burmeister? Yeah, well, you know, a year ago in the preseason, the coaches were really high on Burmeister. He had some issues with COVID. Then he had a, an offensive lineman step on his foot, break some toes. Um, so it was a rough year. Justin Fuente told us at ACC Media Days in Charlotte last month, he's never felt better about his offense throwing the football uh, than he does going into this season. That's a pretty high compliment. Um, So the coaches are really believers in Braxton Burmeister in the throw game. Athletically, everybody on the team tells you he's either number one or number two in in terms of all-around athlete on this roster. Uh, Jaden Payute, the wide receiver from the Richmond area is the other guy who gets mentioned. So Burmeister is a great athlete who has apparently made tremendous strides in the throw game. They feel really good about what they have at that position. I want to go a little bit further uh, around uh, the conference, and you cover the conference so well there for the Richmond Times Dispatch. Clemson taking on Georgia, um, you know, I go back and forth on this one. Uh, two great defensive lines. Um, you know, there's a lot of pieces missing for this Georgia team. Clemson right now uh, has been pretty stagnant sitting at three. Is actually at two and a half out there right now. If you like Clemson, you can get them under a field goal. Um, with Clemson and DJ Uyongalele at the at the helm at, at quarterback, a lot of talent out the door. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne. What what are you expecting tomorrow uh, tomorrow night down in Charlotte? Or Saturday night, excuse me, Saturday night. I love the idea of getting Clemson for less than a field goal. I, I, I think that Clemson defense is going to be outstanding all year. I think they're going to carry the team for the first half of the year. Um, certainly if Georgia was full strength, um, would really love this matchup just from an entertainment standpoint. Um, I don't think you can come at this Clemson defense or come at this Clemson matchup when you're missing some pieces, and that is the case for Georgia. Um, I think Clemson's got a ton of firepower. When you think about Justin Ross being back, everything we've heard out of camp, out of practices, is that he's the guy they thought he was. Um, So I think they're going to be really close to Clemson, what we expect offensively. It may take them a few weeks to really be that high-octane offense, but I think they're going to be lights out defensively. I really like Clemson in this game, and uh, I'm really looking forward to, to watching it. Mike, I think I'm in the minority. Matter of fact, I may be standing on the top of the mountain by myself because I think Clemson has regression this year. I have them at 9-3, and three, but a lot of smart people, including yourself, think that this will be one of their better teams, so that's why they play the game, so we can find out. Having said that, taking Clemson out of the equation, a lot of people have a lot of positive things to say about NC State. They validated you know, some of those you know, positive uh, reinforcements tonight. A lot of people think Boston College is on the come. People think maybe Miami finally puts it together. We've already talked about North Carolina. In your opinion, what's the second tier of this conference look like, and who do you think is the biggest threat to Clemson? Yeah, I think 
North Carolina is the next best team, and, and I'm really high on NC State as well. Um, I don't know that <laughs> doing it to South Florida um, gives you too many uh, props, but I, I think they're going to be really good. I really like that defense. Um, I think Miami is in that picture as well. I think Derek King makes them a, a dangerous team anytime he's on the field. Um, but I think it's North Carolina, and, and this isn't meant to dog anybody, but I still think there's a massive gap between Clemson and North Carolina. Everybody in the ACC has been waiting, and maybe last year we got it with the, the Notre Dame part-time membership deal. Um, everybody's waiting <laughs> for somebody, you know, to challenge Clemson, and, and I just I don't see it. I do think North Carolina um, can be very good this year, really good, but I don't think they're Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama level. I just I don't see it. I think this is still a one a one-team conference, unfortunately. And um, that doesn't mean they are, there aren't good teams, right? There's a bunch of good teams. But in terms of being elite, I don't think anybody can touch the Tigers at this point. Talk once again to uh, Mike Barber from the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be as bad of a day as the AAC is having right now because we just saw UC Davis go to Tulsa and win. Uh, Dan Hawkins, the head coach of UC Davis. And we switched the subject? Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's a big day for the ACC <laughs> On, uh, on Saturday, obviously Clemson, Georgia, but prior to that, it's Miami, Alabama. Now, I don't think anyone, uh, Mike, is expecting Miami to win, but can they, let's just say, cover? I mean, it's a 19-point spread. These games, historically, Alabama has really rolled. Um, from what you expect from uh, Miami, do you think they can keep it competitive on Saturday afternoon? I think they can keep it competitive for a stretch. Um, again, you know, like I was saying with the split between Clemson and Carolina, um, similar or greater than for Alabama over Miami. I, I just, and as you referenced, Alabama has a tradition of, of showing up for these games, um, you know, not just winning, but, but kind of putting on a little bit of a show. And um, I think that's going to be the case here. I, I do really like Miami. I think they're going to be uh, good defensively, athletic defensively. I think they have a chance on that side of the ball to make some plays that can make a game uh, more competitive than maybe it should otherwise be. Um, I mentioned King. I think he's a, a great playmaker, and they have other explosive pieces. But for four quarters, no, I don't see it. I, I think Alabama um, is going to win this one comfortably. And, and again, um, you kind of look at the team. And you say, okay, is this the kind of team that comes out for a game like this and is happy winning 31-14, or is this the kind of team that likes to make that statement in these showcase games and um, it's certainly been my experience with Alabama uh, that, you know, given the showcase game, given the chance to play on the neutral field and all that, that, that they tend to make a statement. All right, Mike, enjoy Friday evening. It will be, uh, as you said, vintage. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, sounds like you uh, in, maybe endorse taking the points. So we will, uh, we will see. Uh, Mike, always appreciate the insight, and we'll absolutely have you on again soon. Practice your Sandman lyrics. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. There he is. Mike Barber, Richmond Times Dispatch. Whew. Sweating it out. Sweating it out. Rocky Top, let me down. We did have an FCS team over an FBS team already. Bad. It's the nightcap here on v -Sin. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.